Hello, welcome back. Come in, come in, come in. Get yourself out of the rain and welcome back to that time I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually, most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. AKA, may these trash manga leave no trace. AKA, say it with me, the Trash Manga Friends Podcast. Yes, we're back again. Episode number six. Yes, six. I, I know six. Six. So, yeah, if you haven't uh, listened before, I'll explain the premise. Uh, each episode, not week, episode, each mm-hmm. episode, we uh, read about two volumes worth of some lovely piece of garbage that Phil has picked out for us. And then we spend the next hour to 90 minutes, depending on, you know, how long it runs. How long do we get? <laughs> Please, no. Four more hours. Four more now introducing hours. the 12-hour podcast. <laughs> 24-7 stream coming shortly. <laughs> oh my god, please no. But uh, yeah, we, we discuss it, we talk about the good, the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad. Did you mention the bad? I, I mean, can't keep talking about himself all day, Mike. Aww, ah. lovely. But who are these two jokesters I'm hanging out with? Well, as always, I'm joined by Mike and Phil. How are you kids doing? Uh, I want to die, but that's not generally related to this week's anger. It's very hot right now. Yeah, we are uh, melting. I will. I will address this. It shouldn't, fingers crossed, come up. But yeah, we're recording this. Uh, well, this we're going live in August. Bloody hell! <laughs> we're recording this uh, towards the end of June, towards the end of the heat wave that's been striking good old Britain recently, which means like at the end of all hate wave. Hate waves. Hate wave. <laughs> oh, wait for that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's coming in two minutes. But uh, yeah, uh, like the end of all heat waves, the thunder, lightning, and rain has arrived. So yeah, uh, it. I think it's gone away now, but if you hear noises in the background, it's probably that. Oh yeah, I'm not not to make this too lewd, but I'm mostly naked right now because it's so oh. in this room. I know, right? Mike, just please. just picturing my horrifically sweaty body right I here. I'm not for April first. <laughs> Subscribe well, like, to our Patreon, and you can see the video feed of Mike recording. More like April first. Just let that sit for a moment. Was... For laughs. Oh, okay, yeah, the laughs. Okay, the laugh we have implemented on this podcast. <laughs> no, it's oh, more funny. It was just awkwardly quiet while we're waiting for our audience everywhere across the world to finish <sighs> breathing after they've been cracking themselves up. This is what they realised how long they've not had the mic cam up. <laughs> This is this has worked brilliantly because I stuck like usually I just put intro film mic, but this week I was like, yeah, I'll just put banter after that, and so we can talk <laughs> for like a minute or two. And there you go, we you've that should allocate a dose of banter. Right I don't there. need your goddamn permission to bant. <laughs> I'll do what I want. Or to bant. Both. No, that, that won't make sense. They didn't hear the bit before the podcast, Phil. Nah. Well, when we were just ripping on Bleach for a while for no reason. Greatest manga of all time. Anyway, and now I can cut out any rebuttal they have because I'm the editor. So, <laughs> Sean is the best. I love Sean. Oh, thank you. See, it's it's so efficient. Thank you, Microsoft Sam. But uh, so about this week's episode, then. So the uh, series that we are debating for. I said this week. But he did say did. this week. <sighs> Every time. Technically, Every in a time. week. Yep. Yep. The episode. The episode. Oh, this is, is going it? all wrong. It is going right. I mean, it is an episode. I, I'm off the rails today, kids. So, this episode, we are discussing the uh, webtoon known as Solo Leveling or Only I Level Up. 
think I uh, mistakenly said last week that it was a manhwa. It's it's not. It's a webtoon. It's a webtoon. It's in manhwa style. As far as no, I know. it's, 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 it's a, a webtoon, webtoon style because manhwa is oh, like no. manga. Manhwa oh, is no. just Korean manga style, whereas no. a webtoon is a specific thing. Yeah. Uh, like we, your long comic strip thing. But yeah, this is we, actually we it, it is Korean though. Yes. Yeah, it is the yeah, it's it's from South Korea, so. Uh, but originally, it didn't actually start off as a webtoon. This is one that started off as a web novel, which is, for all intents and purposes, a light novel, but on the web, pretty so, much. Yeah. Uh, it's in the action and fantasy genre. started in 2014 as the web novel, before becoming the webtoon in 2017. Uh, it's written by Chu Gong, who uh, writes the web novel, and then is uh, artistically adapted for the webtoon by Jang Sung Rak. And this is actually available legally in a couple of different places. Uh, you can read it via the web novel site slash app or Tappy Toon uh, site slash app. Although Tappy Toon only is the webtoon, web novel has both the webtoon and the web novel. Read it. Right. Right. Uh, that's enough talking for me. Phil, explain, explain what solo leveling slash only I level up is all about. Uh, sure. This follows the story of Sung Jin Wu uh, in a world where about 10 years ago, um, strange things called gates started to appear. They were essentially portals to another world. And as part of that, all of a sudden, uh, ordinary people started to gain abilities and get stronger, including our main character. Um, and these people, they got ranked based on how strong they became. And our main character is stuck in the lowest rank, rank E. And not only is he in the lowest rank, he has earned himself the title of the world's weakest. Because he is so weak, he can go into the weakest dungeons and still manage to get hurt, apparently. And the story just follows him around as he goes on a quest to get stronger after some strange events take place. Yeah, it, it's also worth mentioning, it's established pretty early in that once these people were given this power, that's it. That's all they get. That's like, they're, yeah, they're, was, they're stuck yeah. with their lot in life. I was going to mention that. I really did. Like, that's really... I don't think I've seen that before, where it's kind of like, this is your power level, and you're locked at it. You will... Like, you might be able to get better gear and better equipment, but your, yeah. uh, your personal power, it's locked. It's that forever. So the the one thing on that to say is obviously um, they they do establish that, but they do also say there is a and they do say it's a very very rare occurrence. Um, so that when people get their power, they call it an awakening because they awaken to their powers. But rarely people go through what they call a double awakening, which is after so long awakening. They they get another yeah they get another burst of power and they become stronger. Um, but it's implied that's extremely rare. Yeah, yeah. protagonists only. <laughs> to the point well, of they send out like special agents to assess it and stuff. Well, uh, ev- everyone gets assessed by the agents to figure out what the rank is anyway. But um, sure. yeah, yeah, I think that's part of the process when you like because because uh, needless to say with this kind of system, there's guilds and all of that in it. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind of the process of like I want to be a hunter for a living. They're like, cool, like put your hand on this machine and we'll figure yeah. out how yeah, strong. Yeah, they, they are called hunters, the people with these powers as well. Yes. So, yeah. um, so the strange events that take place around our main character is he 
suddenly gains the ability to grow stronger still. He doesn't go through a double awakening, as they call it. He he suddenly is able to quite literally gain experience, sort of like a game, and level up and just get stronger and increase his abilities, uh, which is, as far as the main character is aware, and we as readers are aware, is completely unique in this world. Yeah, I will, so I will say early, just to kind of get out of the way, if, if you're thinking this premise sounds a little familiar, yeah, um, I know Phil wanted to kind of do this and the gamer back to back. Yes, I, I, my thinking was that, so I've no reason to believe this is the case, uh, but I strongly suspect solo leveling took a lot of inspiration from the gamer, mm. just because I definitely looks like it. it. It takes a lot of those elements and in my opinion anyway, refines them. It, it seems to cut down a lot of the exposition. I know if you've not listened to the previous episode, uh, you guys seem to dislike, which admittedly I, I also was, said could be cut down. I was not a fan. No. Yeah, like, needless to say, this one doesn't go into exposition overload. It no. doesn't tell you what a skill is. Not that I think <laughs> skills are really much of a thing in this one. It doesn't go into intricate detail on how a dungeon works or a stat point. It just kind of assumes you've probably mat- material. You're probably familiar with fantasy tropes, so it it does kind of give you a very quick. Oh, this is this is a dungeon. It's it's a, yeah. Like there's a the portal difference... here to another world, and yeah, it gives you a brief explanation. It doesn't assume you're a complete idiot and. It doesn't speak down to you, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, the difference between this and last episode's offering, though, was this tells seems to tell you exactly what you need to know and allows you to figure the rest out by looking at the pretty decent art in it. Um, this game... Sorry, this... I'm going to keep saying that. This, uh, this episode is the same as the previous episode's subject matter, except this is a true marriage of what if an MMO dungeon crawler was also real life and everyone was just sort of cool with that. Yeah. And they give you good reasons as to why you should, they need to be doing this as well. I mean, yeah, it's nonsensical. It's farcical even, but it it's yeah. Like within this universe, I guess it makes sense. So yeah, (laughs) like this, this one is very much what happens if you took the gamer from last episode and did it, kind of well and did it right i i would say it's kind of like if you took the gamer and maybe did a revision of it or a couple of revisions of it you sort of looked at it and you went okay maybe we can cut out all this and <laughs> very uh, much so. condense all this stuff down like i'm, I'm not going to say the identical because there is a couple of differences mm-hmm. so in the gamer the sort of world that uh, the main character stepped into a sort of a hidden shadowy or the hidden world type thing yeah which made i'm, I'm explaining that poorly no um, i mean enough that i got it and it's, a, yeah. it's more of a secret society yeah yeah it's like, like like secret society whereas in solo leveling everything everyone knows what's going on this is a very public thing everyone knows hunters exist they know there's gates they they know people have these special abilities uh, to the extent that actually it is very like people who go through gates are called hunters, as we said earlier. Mm-hmm. That is their job. They are hunters. They do that for a living. Yeah, it's very much a 
much better, much more perfect integration. Because whereas with the gamer, they had everything as a secret society, a CD underbelly, as it were. This one seems to recognize that there is no way you could hide something like that, especially mm. because they establish reasons why you uh, these hunters need to do their job. Every so often, these gates will appear, which are like dungeon instances if you play any MMO. And uh, once you go into them, there's monsters in there. And I think it establishes if those monsters aren't defeated within a week of them opening, then the monsters start to crawl out of the gate and uh, take over. Um, the most extreme yeah. case of this happens relatively late in the, um, the section we were reading for today. Um, where it says, like, in the most extreme situations, the monsters overran an entire island and it became a barren wasteland or something. So yeah. this is a job that needs doing, and they need strong people to do it. Yeah. So they they, they actually rank the gates uh, yeah. based on difficulty. Uh, so they know sort of roughly what level people need to be at to go clear these gates and, yeah, they, know... and they do that they do that by like analyzing yeah. the energy output of them or something like yeah. blah 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 you don't care they figure it out they they, they sort of hand wave it a bit they just say yeah they've, yeah they've scanned the amount of magic leaking out of it or whatever and yeah, said, yeah. based on the amount coming out it's this rank yeah pretty, uh, pretty I, I, kind of, I like the fact that it doesn't get kind of bogged down in that like there's very little explanation as to what, why did the gates appear? What? Why? It's yeah. like, eh, you don't really need to know that at this point for the story, at least in the chunk we read. So just deal with well, it. Well, I, I think the implication as well is they don't know. that It's just sort of, they, they've appeared. We don't know why they've appeared, but they appeared. Well, that's one, of, that's one of the things I don't like about this. And you knew it was coming. So here's yeah. what, one of the things that annoys me about the core premise of this. It's the fact that everyone is just sort of cool with it. It's like, these things appeared. What's the most logical thing to do? I don't know. People have magic powers now. Send them in. <laughs> it's not like it, well, it doesn't give any time to explaining what they tried. Like Pacific Rim yeah. is a movie I love because it's dumb. But even they said they didn't they didn't immediately jump to the giant robots. They're like, no, we've got to figure it out. All the world's militaries couldn't take these things down. We need a more extreme approach. Mm -hmm. They didn't spend any time explaining, okay, we tried this, and this was the most logical thing. They was like, nah, we're going to send any old dude in off the street that just so happens to be able to throw fireball out the wanger. You know, that kind of thing. Well, it just, it, it just they, sort of they happens. Do, they do sort of say only hunters can go through, or people that have had the awakening, not necessarily specifically hunters, because hunters do it for the living, mm -hmm. but only people who have awakened can go through. And as, as you mentioned, obviously if you leave the gate open for seven days without killing the boss at the end, the monsters can then start coming through. So presumably, this this all happened ten years ago, presumably in the first couple of weeks even, uh, they very quickly realized, oh shit, only certain people can go through, and actually if we leave them, monsters will start flooding through. Yeah, I think the so got, issue uh, yeah. is... The issue with me is, yeah, okay, I do actually appreciate they cut down the exposition, but that doing that is very much a double-edged sword because they do leave a lot of details like that out and yeah, yeah i can i can put it together that probably happened but at the same time it, it is a little jarring when you're first getting into like oh by the way this is a thing okay cool let's go I, I, okay i guess we're going Neat. yeah that, that's fair like I, I wouldn't complain at maybe a little more exposition in this yeah but, uh, i mean in comparison to the game of last week which we're probably going to do a lot 
this is yeah. so much better like in just terms of exposition it's it does i would say as close to the right amount as you could do with this kind of concept yeah like it wouldn't hurt if they just had sort of one strip like right at the start even sort of like here is here is the world as as we understand it 10 years ago gates appeared. When the attacked, yep. yeah yeah you know world is all peace loving and everything and then the gates appeared and murder and suit out you know that kind of thing yeah and this is this is a worldwide event as well yes like, it, 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 it is a worldwide point. event though the comic is mainly interested in um south korea so, yeah south korea and the lead character and i feel like because it's more his story than the like it's not like it's a wide cast of characters over the world trying to fight back this menace it's about one specific kid so i yeah. feel like it's okay that it doesn't have the exposition because it's not about the at the moment it's not about the scope it's about the one guy mm. yeah very much and it is very much his story not the game as it were which is very yeah. much what the game was about it was the game up last week or last episode even even i'm saying it now because of you sean <laughs> it's not even last week <laughs> no it wasn't even last week ago. we recorded it two weeks ago <laughs> so yeah we uh we saw in that world that this was all about him trying to integrate this forcing this this gaming narrative into this thing that already exists whereas this feels a lot more natural you even get given a pretty good reason as to why this happens why it takes the form of a video game is never explained but it's he has these same sort of video game logic that you would expect in your standard dungeon grinding mmo type situation but no one yeah. else does, and that part's never explained. But beyond no. that, like it's it does seem more seamless. Yeah, and I will say it doesn't. Unlike the gamer, which very, I think at the from the start he's got those powers as well. This one takes some time to kind of get used to the world and yes. all of that before it starts going. Live actually, he could see a herd and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I think I like actually appreciate ten that. strips is. Yeah, it take, takes about that. ten strips for him to gain these game-like abilities. Mm. Yeah. And I, I will say those, I adore those first 10 strips. I think they're, yeah, they're really good. Really good. So, so uh, do, you, do you want to do it, Phil? I was going to say, um, I, we're not really talking about the art as such, but in those first 10 strips, there's one part, there's, there's one face that just I love. Is it the statue's creepy is it smile? Statue? It, yeah. it is the creepy yeah. smile. Yeah, that is really. That, that reminded me straight up of uh, Gantz. Have you ever read or watched that? that I think was I've straight watched up, a bit of it, yeah. A straight up Gantz moment where you have this giant thing. It's like, you you done fucked up face. Yeah. Like, it's, if you die now. It's really good as well, considering like how important those events are for the rest of the story. So exactly. it really helps to have these like, very iconic images and faces that they can, and they do, constantly yeah. pull back on throughout the rest yeah. of the, at least yeah, of what the, we read. The art in what we read is in no way bad, but those first like few strips, the art in it is amazing. I get the feeling that they spent a lot more time in those couple of strips than they did with the rest of them. And I'll repeat, I, I feel the art throughout is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, but I, the art in those first few is so good. See, the thing for me is, I feel like the art just gets better as it goes on. Like I, I like the. Um, sort of the the attention to detail and the environment and stuff in those first few strips. Hmm. But I do feel like generally the art improves as it goes on. Yeah, this is the first um the first one of these we've read where okay, it's really easy to like shit on 
shit on these things for the art or shit on it for the story or whatever. This is the first time that I've really, I'm really making a push to send out how good the art is on one of these things. Which is, which is strange, considering I feel like just about every week we say, oh yeah, the art's really good. Well, yeah, that's because it's like, oh yeah, I suppose the art's okay. Because the art, well, yeah. like, there's usually a pretty solid standard to art in these kind of medium. But for this one, I do really like this. Professional probably isn't the right word because they're all professional releases, but mm -hmm. it like I could comfortably see like say Marvel or DC hiring this artist, for example. Yeah, well, like the the coloring in this is another thing which I noticed because this is in color, unlike yes. most manga, which is not. Well, because um, it's a webtoon, so they tend to yeah. be colored. Well, the thing is with color works is there's a habit I've noticed of just essentially using block colors, like saying this is all bluish gray, this is all red, orange, whatever. Whereas this one takes care to actually grade it and shadow it properly. Like they put yeah. in a lot of effort to this. This has been designed from the ground up to look this way, to have a very good, not necessarily unique look, but a very strong look to it. And it's, yeah, it shows. The dedication does show. Well, I know I've heard people talking about, and uh, this sort of has come up a bit recently because of another webtoon, uh, Tower of God recently mm -hmm. got an anime so yes. people think oh actually it'd be really cool if solar leveling got one um, i i was going to mention that i would absolutely watch this as an anime this this thing so i don't know numbers because i don't know of any polls or anything but mm -hmm. as far as i'm aware solar leveling when it's actively coming out uh, at the time of recording it's currently on uh it's break between uh so if you've sort of skimmed through our previous episode webtoons they tend to split them into what they call seasons rather than yeah. volumes so seasonal break or temporary yeah. hiatus sort of thing. um so so basically at the moment so leveling has finished season one which is about 110 strips i think off the top of my head and they basically said okay that's the end of season one we're going on break for a bit and the idea is during that time they're preparing for season two they'll be drawing strips they'll be writing and planning out and all that jazz mm -hmm. um so as far as i'm aware when it's coming out it tends to do quite well it tends to be quite a well-read comic mm -hmm. um and one of the comments i've actually seen is people saying actually you could probably quite easily take some of the art and just use it as like your keyframes in an anime or something because it's just it is just that that well good. detailed yeah and it even does this with an anime style an anime style of art is intentionally has like less features as as few lines as possible but it it does what it has very very well and it like i'm spending this much time talking about it because yeah this is the best art yeah. i've seen in uh anything with this style in a very very long time yeah it's it's got some brilliant memorable visuals it does a great job at conveying emotion there's some really neat visual tricks. There's one scene where the guy is saying why about a hundred times. Mm -hmm. And it's just because it's just the word why overlaid over each other a hundred times. It just everything fades to black. Yeah, kind of gives yep. you that impression he's going yeah. a little crazy while he's saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's really like it's it's a decision that he has to make in that scene that you know he doesn't want to. And like he has to do this thing and he has no choice. Although also in that same scene, he seems to accept it quite quickly after the fact. Um, yeah, uh, do we want to do we want to talk about good old Sung Jin Woo at this point then? Sure, well, like so, we, we've so, talked around yeah. it a lot. Yeah, go go ahead. 
So he starts off very much as this naive kid who kind of very much is, he wants to do this because I believe it's uh, his sister, he wants to send his sister to college, his mum's sick, so he wants to help pay for that. So he's very much doing this for money, but yeah. he's utterly shy to it. So yeah, he pretty much gets beaten up by everything and is always to the point where people are like, oh, he's on this hunt, ah, it'll be a doddle. Cause yeah, he, he, he earned the title Weakest Hunter. Yeah, like, yeah they do, they, like that. They do lean into that quite a lot for protagonisty reasons. Like, look yeah. how far he's come, kind of thing. And they even get this moment where he gets his powers tested after the first big thing, and it just comes up with like it's on like this little monitor thing, and it comes up with the number ten, and you can tell there's like clearly a lot more space for other numbers there. So yeah. you don't know, you don't know if ten is. Well, they literally go, oh, standard E rank hunters have like. 70. 70. Yeah, yeah. so you know, this guy's like weaker than average as well. So look how far he's come, and it's so amazing when he starts kicking ass because you know he's going to. It's yeah. a little bit standard and cliche in that regard. But yeah. They don't it, well. The power, so. the power creep he has go, oh, it's incredible. Powers goes <laughs> so fast. So it's not a power it creep, goes. it's a power sprint. I'll have I'm you. Not, I'm not gonna lie, after it the goes, first yeah. two arcs, he, yeah. um, I guess, spoilers here. He essentially one-shots like a, a D-ranked boss, I think it is, by throwing Somebody, a broken yeah. sword at its head that yep. 10 other hunters couldn't beat up. Yep. And you're like, D &E run, got run it, hunters. he's never going to lose. Got it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There's even a bit later on where he's in a fight which he absolutely should He fights lose. Cerberus, which is an S-ranked monster, and wins. And he wins, yeah. But he does establish there, like, the only reason he was winning there was because of... Um, the, yeah, that's the system. He, he does that's say also he basically has has plot armor. So the system, yeah. which ha this hasn't really like, we'll get into the system at some point. But yeah, mm. at that point, the system's like, oh no, my cha champion, I guess my champion yeah, sure. can't die. The um, protagonist, yeah. You, you've got you've got magical healing and strength now. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this he isn't is a skill or ability he has. It just happens. <laughs> it wasn't even Straight that I was referring to. It's like he so when when he gains his abilities. He, one of the first things that the system, the game, as it were, um, gives him is some daily quests. So it's, it's just some really basic things. It's basically like, we're going to train you to get stronger, so go I did run 10 that. kilometers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the same workout that One Punch Man is, has, has done every day. Uh, yeah, I, I, thought it was <laughs> I, I actually didn't notice that. I but I, that. I, I just, yeah. It yeah. is 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups. Uh, 10k run. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's basically that. And it's, I mean, maybe it's like, for all I know, this is One Punch Man's origin story. For yeah. all I know, so he's going to lose his hair in a few episodes. <laughs> so basically, the idea was the game was like, go do this. This will get you fitter, and as a result, you'll you'll get some nifty rewards at the end mm -hmm. if if you do it. And if you don't, there's a penalty, which we'll talk yeah. about in a minute, I guess. But yeah. uh, one one of the rewards he gets for doing the daily is a status restore. It's basically like a full recovery. Mm -hmm. And they establish that he can basically hold on to those rewards and not collect them straight away. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what he does when he fights Cerberus. He gets hit and he's like, oh shit, that actually hurt a lot. So he collects that reward there. No, that's, that's the spider boss. He does that on. He does it on both. He does, he does do it on think he does it on both. Sure. He does, he does, he does it a couple of times. Yeah, um, the annoying thing for me about that is not that fact. It's established it's very much like a video game. It asks him, does he want to accept his rewards every time he gets one of these in-life quests? 
Yeah. Uh, so that's fine that he holds on to it. The part that annoys they do me. Also, I will say with the spider one, they do establish that he's completed the quest earlier and then gets distracted by other things. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the part that annoys me is that, as you just pointed out a few minutes ago, when he's first given these powers, he's essentially handed immortality. And a uh, big old spoiler alert here, but it's in that, in that moment where he gets his powers, he loses a limb. And yes. uh, as soon as he gets his power, he just, he just comes, like, regrows it. He gets, like, divine rejuvenation or something where all yes. of your body parts will regrow. And he also, he also gets established that he has poison, Im immediate poison resistance, which will cure him of yes. any toxins put into his body. And it's like, he's essentially handed immortality. But if he gets stabbed too much, he'll die. Except he won't, because when his HP goes below a certain amount, because he has HP now, um, when he gets goes below a certain amount, his stats get boosted by 50% or something. So, it, yeah, he's essentially handed immortality. And in that regard, that does seem like the writer making excuses to say why this supposedly really weak guy who is like level 20 or something, because it shows you his level quite often, why he can beat these mm. huge creatures, all of these advantages that he's given all the time. He's immortal. Well, in in fairness, as well, because I like, yeah, he end, I think in the bit we end, he's in the mid 20s or something. It, they yeah. do do a good job of actually, like, unlike Gamer, where the numbers felt like they meant nothing. Oh, in this yeah, one, you can clearly see, like, he starts off as, like, weak little anime boy. And by mm. the end, he is whore. He's, he's buff. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, they, they actually bitch. point this out, don't they? When he's, yeah. like, leaving that the hospital or something. So, so. We're kind of jumping about a bit. Should we, should we just go back to like this first little arc, that first 10 strips? Sure. Yeah, we can do it. Uh, uh, just so we're not jumping about too much and maybe skipping over things for people listening. Sure. Um, so first 10 strips, we get introduced to our main character and a couple of others as they are going on a raid. Um, they do call them raids there? going to the uh, gates. They, they, they they do call them raids, yes. Yes. Uh, so there's about seventeen of them on it or something. I think. Yes. The exact numbers yeah. largely irrelevant. It's just a load of people. It's it's just a bunch it was of people. An yeah. Odd number. It was it was an odd number specifically. Yes. Um. They go in. They clear the dungeon out for the they most part, the and then they're just like he gets beaten up by a goblin, so he's being yeah. healed, which we don't even see because you know he's pathetically weak at this point. So that's just off yeah. camera. He gets shipped by it's a just, goblin. yeah. It's just like just trust oh, us, yeah. he's shit. Yeah, he, he, yeah. So he gets healed by the uh, healer who was sort of introduced to. She appears a bit more. Mm -hmm. um, totally not. Girlfriend. And then, yep. sure. And then uh, as they're walking along, one of them goes, "Hang on, there's another branch of hair, and the dungeon's not closed yet. Clearly, we've not beaten it yet." Uh, let's. Th this must be. I think they call it a double like layer. A double I think yeah, basically, there's a second dungeon hidden within it. Yeah, have you ever played uh, vanilla World of Warcraft? They did that a lot. Right. Molten Core is a raid inside Molten something else. Right. Okay. So it's a thing. So yeah, it, it's that I guess. Yeah. And basically, the when they find it, the leader of the raid basically goes, "Okay, we've got a decision here." Either we go out, report it, wait for the relevant people to turn up and come clear it out, or we can go do it ourselves, because it's not being measured, so they don't know how difficult it is, but generally they know the gate's like an E or D rank or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's they, a they're only doing one. this one. Yeah, they're only yeah. doing it because it's easy for them, and it's like it's easy e money yeah. for them. 
easy, easy money for them. And basically, they go, well, let's stick it to a vote. And whatever the decision is, that's what we go with, no complaining. And it ends up being 50-50 until we get to our main character, who mm-hmm. basically gets the final decision. And he's looking at what they've earned so far, and he's like, this bugger all, I want more money, kind of thing. Because as we said, he's trying to get his sister into college. He's got to pay for his mum's hospital. Medical bills, yeah. yeah. Bills, like, yeah. He's doing this for selfless reasons, unlike yeah. our last week. Yes. Yeah. Hero. Yeah. Uh, so he says, yeah, let's go do it. Why not? And I'd, I'd want to hammer this home because it would probably be a point I make. This is the first time he recklessly endangers other people's lives. But carry on. <laughs> yep. To be fair. Are we, are we keeping a tally of this? I, well, you couldn't help but not notice it as I read through. Like, sure, yeah. I'll put, highlight them as we go along. But this is, it's not so noticeable at this point because it's the first time. But then when you look back on it, you're like, oh, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the one thing I would say in this point it's not just him. They, no, they no, did no, quite that's, that's take fair. a vote. That's fair. Yeah. But it, they do literally go at the end, well, it's 50-50. It's your choice, kiddo. <laughs> well, yeah, because it essentially is. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. But they, really, they do hammer home, like, your choice decides everything. It's yeah. not like a secret ballot. No. Yeah. Everyone knows how everyone's voted. But uh, they vote to go in. Uh, they find this very ornate room i guess filled with statues yeah uh all armored up weapons kind of like really... a knight to the round table kind of vibe yeah, yeah. one one I really can, big I guy yeah. the way this encounter plays out i could foresee this actually being like an encounter from an mmo yeah like, not just like oh no it's exactly the same appearance i mean is in the way the mechanics work and everything yeah. yeah um and everyone's sort of looking around they they find this one sort of angel-looking statue, I guess. Grim Reaper statue, maybe. Mm-hmm. With uh, holding a tablet, someone manages to read it because it's in some language that we don't care about because it doesn't matter. Not particularly. And it's like, here are the Lord's Commandments. And there's just like three rules which, as soon as they've read them out, the doors to the room slam shut and they can't get out to the extent one person tries to get out and is immediately cleaved in half by one of the statues next to the door. Yeah, like instant death. Instant death, yeah. Yeah. And lots of panicking ensues, unsurprisingly. <laughs> unsurprisingly. Um, and they're all trying to figure out what to do. And... Yeah, that bit, that threw me. Like, there's a century's worth or more of experience in this, because clearly none of them are all newbies. And they were like, what do we do? What do we do? And like, you just read the tablet. That yeah, but yeah, but these people are very, very low level. They, they haven't even encountered anything that would low level, kill sure, anyone. But they're not newbies. They've been doing no, this No, they're not. But they're not. It's but... also kind of implied that while it's dangerous, they've never seen anyone around them die before. Yeah, they're doing low level dungeons because they don't want to die. Yeah, like they just want the money they get, and they're happy with their minimum wage, essentially. Yeah, sure, so they, just, you know, they all come across as thickos to me, pretty much. <laughs> sure. Well, I suppose the thing is, it's not really ever established what form dungeons take for the most part. We know there is a boss in each dungeon. They don't yeah. really establish is this sort of like riddle, puzzly type mechanic common, or is this like literally the first instance anyone's ever seen of it, as far as we know? I kind of got the idea that um, this was more of a 
they kind of knew this could happen, but they've never themselves encountered it. And the reason yeah. I get that is because um, you figure out, or the main character figures out, that they have to do other stuff rather than try and fight these giant statues which are starting to move. Yeah. And in that scene, he figures it out, and they kind of go, are you sure? And then do it anyway. And that could be attributed to them just being afraid and willing to try anything. On the other hand, it also... If, the, if they have said that this guy is so weak, but they do trust him enough to give him a vote, I guess, but if they do trust what he says, and while some of them do run for it and still die anyway, once what he says starts working, they put more of their faith in him. So well, it's, 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 it's potential. I mean, it's like a thing which does happen, just has never it's, happened. It's to because the, like, the, the big thing that does happen is um, the so in, in this room, there is one absolutely massive statue sat on a throne or a chair. Yeah, like, a, like a king or something. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. And basically it opens its eyes and just vaporizes a whole bunch of people if they're above a certain height. Yeah, like straight, straight up lasers them in half kind of thing, yeah. Basically, the only reason those that survive do survive is because uh, Sung Jin Woo basically shouts out, get down, because he sort of has that instinct that, shit, we need to get down or we're all going to die kind of thing. Yeah. And it's at that point everyone starts kind of trusting him a bit, because he's the one that realized what was about to happen and saved them. Yeah. Like, he's not a dumb character at all. No. Oh, no, no. His, his ingenuity is probably yeah. one of his best character traits. So. Absolutely. Mm. Like, I, I believe wholeheartedly from the second we see this character that he's not a stupid person. Like, he's actually, at the very least, has above average intelligence, but, like, I mean, he's, he's not, he's not super intelligent. You've got, to, you've got to have something to survive. So, <laughs> yes. So, well, he's, yeah. They, they he's do not sort not. of say the reason why he sort of knew to duck was because. Because he is the world's weakest, he alone has been fighting to cling on to life that much, and he's been that close to death so many times. He knows when something's about to kill him, kind of thing. He just has that. Yeah, that was one of my na- issues. Natural uh, instincts. instincts. Everyone mocks him constantly for being the weakest, yet these people don't seem like friends in real life, more like colleagues. Yeah. So you got to think, why would they still keep him around if he was just so weak? They What's the point? They that, don't pick the guild picks who goes on the yeah. oh okay so there's, this... there's that and they do sort of say just before they go into the dungeon like oh he's here that means this is going to be a really easy dungeon because that's right i see he's, he's sort of got that reputation oh, okay now i get it now because that was a little confusing to me but that does make yeah. a lot of sense they can like in a later arc you can have a pre-existing party that the guild can approve but otherwise yeah the guild goes oh you're allocated to this and, yeah the, and the we, do, goes... we do find out a bit later that you can have your own private parties as well yes yeah so I, I think it's uh, they do sort of establish that this gate's been open for about a week. Yes. Um, so I, I'm assuming the way it works is when it gets to sort of like six days of being open or something, the guild goes, okay, someone needs to go deal with this. You guys go. Sure. And they just say, tough shit, don't care what you're doing, you're going. Yeah, it's an emergency call kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, make, that actually does make some sense. Okay. Yeah. They, they provide coffee. <laughs> they do, yeah. There was a food truck outside it. Yeah, but there was they no coffee do. left for uh, Jin. Yeah, that was a that was a weird moment. What a, what a mercy. <laughs> that was <laughs> such a weird moment that right before they go into this dungeon, there's this food cart, and they the guy says, "Oh, could I have some coffee?" Oh, sorry, we're out of coffee. Like, and like, oh, I feel bad. I couldn't give him coffee. 
<laughs> like, why, is, why did you devote time to this? I think it's, it's never just mentioned of, again. I think it's just <laughs> time. I, I took that to just mean ev- while he's the weakest, and you know, like you're saying, people might be like, "Oh, I don't want him." I, I take it to just mean people like him. Like he's putting in the effort. People generally get on with him. They're like, you know what? He's a nice kid. You see, the way I read that was. They saw he was the weakest, and he's like, oh, I couldn't even offer him a final meal. He's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I think, I think there's pity, but I don't think it's, like, genuine kind of, oh, he's going to die. Like, he's clearly lived through a lot already. <laughs> yeah. so. He's lived through a lot, and hasn't even gained that much money for him. Like, no. it's not really explained how the loot, as it were, is divvied up, but... He, like, it, says, it produces a magic crystal somehow. Somehow, and yep. You sell the magic crystal to someone who wants them for some reason. Yep. It's not explained. There you go, money. Yeah. They, they don't explain the economy of it. Yeah. But Which again, I uh, suppose like, is probably a godsend because gamers spent entire like four episodes. That's four the thing. Again, it's characters. like if you've, if you've seen a fantasy or if you've played a game, you can, you're already familiar with the idea yeah. of kill monster, get loot, sell loot. Yeah. So say, I'm, I'm not that bothered it didn't explain it. It's basically, yeah. they basically say this is how they get money from the dungeons to get these crystal magic core things from monsters yeah. they sell those for money and presumably they agree some sort of loot sharing no i uh, think they kill, they kill i think uh, or it could be that yeah kills so right but again here's oh, are the, like the most pitiful so they're probably like yeah you can just keep it man yeah well i know in uh, at a later point they sort of agree up front yes like the yeah, share right. of loot and stuff yeah, like, yeah, they, they, they do contracts. Like, yeah. contracts and stuff. Yeah. So what you're saying is they use the Chronicles of Riddick loot method. Sure. Sure. What you never, never, never read it. So sure. Oh, Chronicles of Riddick. It's a um, Vin Diesel movie. Oh, it's worth it. Absolutely worth it. It's ridiculous. That that's my personal recommendation of the week. Not this web. Not Helsing. <laughs> no, not Helsing this week. It's the, it's anything <laughs> with Vin Diesel in it. Because <laughs> it's always so dumb. Like, they're not good movies, but they're so dumb and entertaining. <laughs> anyway, back, back to the statues. Back to the statues. <laughs> okay, so everyone's running around, flailing, panicking. Um, and our main character ends up figuring out that these commandments, maybe we should actually, you know, follow, follow them. them. <laughs> you know, like, y'all need Jesus, yep. Commandments. Yep. No, oh, no, you're very specifically no, not. You specifically not do not need Jesus, Jesus yep. This this is an argument I I, I want to have in a moment. Sure. But basically, like the fir- the first I can't remember what they are, but the first one they have this to bow down to this statue, respect him or bow to him or something. Yeah, like, like yeah, pay pay your respect. So it's like just bow down to him and like okay, no one's dying, great. And then all of a sudden, the really big statue gets up and like oh no, we've With got to fight that face. thing. That <laughs> face, that fate, horrifying. It's it. truly really horrifying, yes. It, it, it actually creeps me out looking at it. It, it, it very much um, looks like a face you would easily find on any of the Titans from Attack on Titan. Like I, I would say them. worse. Yeah, it'll, worse. It'll, yeah, I agree. It'll be one of the images I use on our Twitter to promote this episode. So yeah, if you want to see it and you don't want to read this, then just <laughs> look at our Twitter and you'll be able to see that face. The, the, done, face. the you and, done yeah, fucked yeah, up face. You mentioned Attack on Titan. That was the thought I had when I saw that creepy smile. I was like, oh God. Titan-esque. <laughs> Very Titan-esque. Yeah. And same size as well, which I guess was probably yeah. the inspiration from it. Not that I Maybe, know yeah. which came first. Uh, hmm. Which came first? Uh, I'm assuming Titan, because I'm assuming Titan. To, so. to Google. 
Uh, well, I mean, the Titan anime was 2012, 2013. So. And you said the web yes. novel for this was 2014, didn't you? So, yeah, yeah. Titan. So, yeah. Uh, April 7th, 2013 was apparently Attack on Titan. So, yep, most likely inspired by. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and I, I mean, well done. Well, <laughs> All the same. Yeah. It still looks great. Uh, so, Big Statue gets up, starts walking around, squishing people. Like, just stepping on them. Just stepping on people, quite literally. But, uh, he steps on one person because they're an idiot. No, he steps weren't. on multiple people. Because the idiot person is the one I'm about to get to, and this is my big gripe. Sure. Um, so, the second commandment is worship the Lord. And yep. one guy goes, oh, I've, I've got this. I used to go to church. I was in the choir. I, I, I can worship the Lord. And you think, oh, okay, bit weird. So he starts walking towards the big statue because they all sort of assume this is the Lord. And they've all bowed down to him, paying their respects to the Lord as the first commandment. And this guy starts praising God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's an idiot. And then gets squished. because Judeo-Christian God, yep. Because, yeah, he, he was not praising the right Lord, apparently. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Which I feel should have been abundantly clear given the first one was pay your respects to the Lord in front of you kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. This is also another Gantz related thing because not in the manga, in the anime, if you watch that, after the, it does the standard anime runs out of manga and does its own thing bit where it's so it's in the what you could call filler, I guess, of that where they do a similar thing where one of the encounters they have is at a uh, Buddhist monastery area, and one of the monsters they have to fight turns out to be a giant Buddhist statue. And there is a Buddhist monk who is there who, he just panics, and he's not wearing the right equipment and all that, and so he just stands there and starts praying. And this giant Buddhist statue is about to step on him, and it stops like an inch away from his head. And he says, hey, you guys! He stops praying and says, hey, you guys! They respond to Buddhist prayers. And then he goes, oh, he stopped and steps on him. It just kills him. It's like, fucking hell, why did you stop? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that. But of course, in this I, I case, that, it yeah. wasn't working from the beginning. No. <laughs> that always, that one always cracked me the fuck up. It's like, well, if it was working, why did you stop? <laughs> yeah. Moron, at least move first. <laughs> I will say, though, that, that guy that got stepped on, he, he had faith. Oh, he definitely like, had faith. He, he, he kept going right up until that foot stepped on him yep uh he yeah did have his eyes closed and he was bowing yeah. his head at the same time so maybe didn't see coming. i was impressed about this it doesn't shy away from showing the brutality oh lot. my god yeah. the brutality like, that, like anime or other manga where they'll cut away or they'll just uh, i don't want to say go black and white because most manga is black and white but they'll kind of do what yeah. they can to yeah, kind they'll, of they'll stick a giant yeah. shadow across it kind of thing yeah, or it'll be like something yeah there'll be a splash of blood on the face but all the actual action is off panel yeah yeah, yeah. this one yeah. no no look there's there's just a leg lying there there's like this I, guy I, getting I, cleaved just like the, the one thing i would say is they don't they're not visceral with it so you don't see oh no it's you, not you don't see not, a bunch of guts or anything point, it's just like no that. they just don't shy away from it yeah but yeah you know you you see a guy get cleaved in half in like strip three yep and it's uh the first bit of graphic violence you actually see. Yes. Is the guy who we established early on is he's, he's he came out of retirement. 
Because he needed to make some money for his wife and two kids. No, he needed to make money because he had another kid on the way. That's the one, yes. He's and about you, to be you have a lovely again. flashback of him talking to his wife, going, oh, but it's dangerous. He's like, oh, it'll be fine. It's a low-level dungeon. No one dies in them. And he's the first guy to die. And Except, you know, his, he, he saw the flag because they started talking about his backstory. I'm like, ah, you're going to yep. die. Done. <laughs> yep. 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 It's like in uh, Sean's favourite ever manga ever bleach where Hell yeah it's the rule of you shout you die <laughs> like anyone who shouts in that Everyone dies so as soon as some bleach yeah and how many of them die all of no them. one all <laughs> of no them one fucking dies Ichigo dies repeatedly every time he becomes a soul reaper <laughs> his soul is punched from his body he is for he all is intents dead. and purposes dead yeah uh we enjoy ripping on bleach a bit because it really annoys Sean for some reason and I like Bleach, but it's even more fun to annoy Sean. Yeah, it, it is fun to annoy Sean. I agree. Is that why we're here doing this podcast, just to annoy Sean? Uh, I, I mean, mean, I'm here because I'm annoying you as well. Yeah, because you never get annoyed by any of the stuff we read, Mike. Never. Oh, it doesn't annoy me. It angers me. <laughs> Same totally thing different. I, I still feed off it. <laughs> yes, I feed from your rage. But yes, praising, the praising the Lord. Praising the yeah. Lord. Um, so everyone just scatters to the wind because they're like, oh, what the shit do we even do? And while running around, Jinru sees all these statues like, oh, they've got all these weird different, I say weird, they've got all these different weapons like a, a hammer and an axe and a sword and a trumpet and a, wait a minute, a trumpet? I think one of them is straight up saxophone as well. Yeah. yeah. He, say, he says instrument, I think we're all in trumpet, but he's like, hang on, some of these have instruments, that's a bit weird. Mm -hmm. And then Figs out if people stand on them, start playing music. Sort yeah. of second riddle. Well, let's think that bit makes sense, but then they're like, no, you can't have two people under one statue. That's yeah, yeah. Like how? I was gonna say, how are you supposed to survive if you had more yeah, than that many a, people? That's the it, that it calls the number of people, I suppose, Mike. Hmm. There's that, yeah. But and then the other one is like he runs to a shield, like yeah, he he kind of. Not sure how you use box or something. I don't know. A shield is also a weapon, I guess. I guess if you, if you ran towards like, any oh, of the ones, if you run towards weapons. any of the ones with weapons, then they just instantly kill you. Yeah, yeah, they, they attack you. Because... Yeah, who manages to dodge, but he loses a leg in the process. He doesn't really dodge. He kind of manages to slow down enough that it, yeah, it's just his leg he loses. Oh, he doesn't need that. I mean, he um, really doesn't. Get better. He really does. Yeah. He, he, he gets better. Yes, it gets better. And the, although he does figure out, so he figures out one is like you can't have two people under one statue. But then he goes to the last one, who's mysteriously not holding a weapon. Like, oh, their instrument was voice. It's like, oh, okay, I get you. It starts singing. Yeah. Start singing. Yeah, because they all start playing their instruments when you go underneath them. Yeah, and and it praises the Lord. It pr sure. If uh, Buddha prayers uh, steps on, yep, that's all yep. I can think about in this scene. <laughs> um, so that's the second commandment, and then they get to the third commandment, which is like I don't, I don't even remember. Prove uh, your faith or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's prove your faith. Yeah, prove your faith. So all of a sudden, a platform appears in the middle, and basically everyone who looks at it goes, "Now that there is a sacrificial altar." 100% was a sacrificial 100 altar. 100% yes. sacrificial altar. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Does one by the end. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And 
basically someone walks over because they've got fuck all else to do. So well, the so first thing you hear is you go, well, if that's sacrificial altar, Mr. Party Leader, you brought us into this. You're a uh, yes. yep. rip you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so walk over and then all of a sudden some flames appear or a flame appears. This is where it very becomes a game mechanic. Yeah. Yep. Very yep. clearly. And then they figure out everyone's got to go over and then suddenly another set of flames appear and statues start moving towards everyone in the middle. Yes. Uh, but the doors swing open. Um, so one of them decides to just leg it for the door mm-hmm. and makes it out. So I was like, oh shit, but well, the main character's like, but the doors are trapped, clearly. We're supposed to be proving our faith and running away isn't proving well, your the, faith. The doors shut a bit as well after the first person leaves. Yeah. Oh, uh, does it? Right. Well, yeah. that's why the... Well, um, well, yeah, that, that's why the odd number becomes important as well. Right. No, that was low. Well, not just that, but it was also... Um, that's, I mean, that's how I saw it. Because it closed a little bit every single time, meaning that by they point out that when there are three people left, if the last two leave, there will be... The door will actually close fully. Yeah, so the last person won't be able to escape. At the same time, I guess. Yeah, the point is the last person wouldn't be able to escape. Yeah. Or if um, somebody got off of the thing at the end and the door probably just slammed yeah. shut, so they all tried to leave at the same time. But, so, yeah. I, I, I felt like it was an intentional allusion to that fact, but uh, maybe it wasn't. But they the person runs off, gets out the door, suddenly other people are starting to think, oh, maybe we should do that, as the statues yeah. keep being so, close, creeping yeah, on them. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Uh, and they realise the statues won't move while you're looking at them. Um, but more and more people start running out the door until eventually we're left with um, our main character and the two side characters who are actually kind of... Kind yeah, of main characters. Yeah, yeah, the main character, the healer girlfriend, and the party leader. Not his main character and two recurring characters. As good as. as good. Yeah, pretty much. Literally asks him, she literally asks him on a date at one point. She, she does ask him to go get some food. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. She, she is very clearly smitten. Mm-hmm. Um, but left with those uh, three. And they basically realize there's no way we can get out of it. There's not enough of us to keep looking at all these statues before the timer that's counting down finishes counting down. So the main character goes, you two get out because he's got one leg. He straight up can't get out at this point. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's like, well, the pilot is like, well, it's my fault. So you two can leave. But then, yeah. oh, no, healer lady. At this point, it all becomes real. Now she can't walk. To be fair, precise- she, she was always scared. Cause they, so something they she was always scared, about. but just now magically it's like, oh, that would be too convenient. Uh, she can't walk now. Mm. There you go. They do write that off as mana exhaustion, or they, something. they do. But at the same time, yeah. I would quite happily just take it as she's just too scared to move at that point. Yeah, yeah. that one they to do. me did feel like a like. Uh, we need a better reason why she can't get out on her own. Got We've got to have it so it's just the protagonist. So yeah. there well, we go. So- so just to talk about her a bit, uh, they mentioned she is a B rank healer, which is obviously quite a high rank. Uh, mm. I think I don't think it really comes up in um, what you guys have read. The first thirty. There, there are tanks yeah. healers. Yeah, obviously you've got your main class, but it's sort of implied healers might be a bit rarer. Yeah, I got that. 
and high rank healers in particular are obviously super rare because it's everything got... like action MMOs. Yeah. Yes. They do mention um, there's only seven S class yes. uh, people in general in, yeah, in S- all of There's basically like n- no S ranks. They are yeah. a class on their own. Yeah. So you would it'd be easy to assume that like going down the list, there's just more and more of them. Yeah. Um but basically they say, Oh, it's quite weird that a B rank healer would take on E and D rank dungeons. Generally you would be taking on potentially even A ranks, you would be assisting in them. Mm. And they talk that the reason that she specifically only does the low level ones is because she can't handle her fear, I think is how they put it. So yeah. like when she gets scared, she just shuts down kind of she doesn't really know what to do. She just starts panicking and panicking. So she can't function in the higher level dungeons. So I, yeah. I could quite I would be happier if they just didn't bother with that mana exhaustion line and just said no that it's it's just gotten to it too much because they have established she she has I think, the, I think the main reason they do that though, instead of just saying she's afraid she can't get out on her own, I think it's I think it's an attempt to make it make her not look like an asshole. It's it's sure. an attempt it's an attempt to make it look like that she can't she couldn't possibly overcome her fears for the sake of saving somebody's life, kind of thing. Maybe. Like, this is the, the, the decision's been taken out of her hands, or in this case, her legs, I guess. Well, I suppose the thing for me is that doesn't matter because what ends up happening is um, the third character, the leader of the raid, not the now one armed. Now one armed. He's, he's lost an arm in the events prior. Yep. Uh, Straight up kung fu chop to the back of the neck. Yep. Works every time. Knocks her out. Slings her over his shoulder, and it's just like, right, okay. That like him and the main character have a very quick conversation, just like farewells. Mm-hmm. And it's like, right, I'll, I'll take care of her, kind of thing, and leaves with her. Which leaves our main character all alone next to a sacrificial altar with one leg. Lots of statues coming towards him, coming to murder him. And he's like, no, no, I'm not going out without a fight. Picks up a half broken sword, I guess, mm-hmm. starts swinging it, and then just gets impaled. Gets, gets fucking get wrecked, obliterated. <laughs> like we we said, it's not shy about the uh, the violence, and oh boy, that was oh. that was graphic. <laughs> it's very much like he's standing there with this someone else's sword, and he's like, "Yeah, well, come at me, all right." <laughs> what are you gonna do stab me, says man, just before being stabbed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Although he doesn't do it in like a cocky way at all, he's no, no, he very he's, much knows he's about to die. He's basically like, "I'm not going out without a fight," kind of thing. Even if yeah. it isn't yeah. much of one. Oh, that's my my attitude of life. Like, if you you're in a situation for some reason that you've got like a lion or a bear slowly like lowering themselves onto you, or like slowly like about clearly lowering about to onto like you. a bear standing up kind of thing. You you, you know what I mean? So like, like out of the tree, just like, like sure, yep, those drop bears and. <laughs> If like you got someone like bearing down on you, and like it's they're getting really close to your face, being super intimidating, clearly about to start mauling you, just slap them because then you can say that you died because you slapped a bear, and it's gonna be I don't great. Say anything because you're dead. Yes, but people will tell tales of your idiocy. People won't tell they because they didn't see it. <laughs> well, I, in this situation, the legend gets out. In this I don't situation, know. they were like you had a crowd of people watching you, going, "Yeah, let's just watch the guy." He clearly knows what he's doing. He's standing that close to a bear. Why else would he slap a bear? Only an idiot would do that if they didn't know what they were doing. Oh, dearie me. 
So he slaps the bear and pays the price. Gets gets laid out on the altar, bleeding everywhere. And <laughs> yeah, then yeah. just as the final blow comes in. Congrats, you've completed the secret quest. Yeah, which is not a thing like in this world. Like they, yeah. they take a lot of time to note how how no one else has this video game aspect to their life, in much the same way that the gamer did last week. Except here it's done well. <laughs> like a, they actually take history. a lot yeah, they take a lot of care to make sure it's not dumb. They they sort of address it and move on, I think is the main thing. Yeah, very yeah, much so. They go, hang on, that's really weird. No one else can we'll get to it in a moment. But... It's also like way yeah. more severe as well. It yeah. says things like, if you don't do if you don't accept this, your heart will stop in zero point two seconds. Like, yeah, that, it, yeah, it basically comes up with like Hey, you can become a player. Yeah. And if you do that, you'll live. But uh, you've got about 0. 0.02 seconds to decide this, or you're going to die. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, if you choose no, then your heart will stop in two milliseconds. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can get this great thing or die. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, and, this is the first example of the system kind of. Well, but this this is the being, system, basically. Not being yeah. the nicest thing in the world. Yeah, they refer to it as the system. But essentially, his life becomes more of a video game. It's basically yeah. whatever it is controlling the game aspect. He's just yeah, yes. which makes me believe that eventually it's going to be revealed that well, the... at one point they do have a name, or at least there's a name mentioned in regards to the system of like, oh, it's such and such is blessing the system. But yes, uh, do, yeah, yeah. yes, I, I, yeah. It's why eventually I think it's going to be revealed that this is in fact all a video game, like. Someone's playing a game. It's just they are playing as characters in the game and don't realize. I don't know if it'll be that, but I think we will meet the person who runs the system. So this being, I, I really hope that's not the twist because it's so obvious that that's going to be it. That if it is that, then I'm going to be sad because so far this is I'm I'm hooked in on this one. Oh, don't give the game away yet, Mike. <laughs> I feel like I already have. I feel like I'm not good at hiding my emotions towards these things. Whether I like them or not, you can generally I, I, tell before Phil's even explained the premise whether Mike likes it or not. No, I, I <laughs> think he'll be like, "Oh, hold me back! It's going to happen." I feel like I'm quite subtle. I'll have you know, <laughs> subtle. Uh, not a word I would use for you, Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, um, quiet. There you go. That's another one. Quiet. <laughs> uh, held back. Sure. Uh, metered out. Yes. But, uh, Calm. Yeah. The first act. I'm just gonna cut that off. The first act. <laughs> cut off these lies. <laughs> the first act so kind of ends with yeah, he chooses to get the power. There's a brilliant blinding light, and then he's in the hospital mm-hmm. with his okay. leg back. Completely okay. No injuries. Both legs. Legs sleep for three days, but details. Yeah, yeah in sleep for three days. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, gets measured. He's at the same kind of power level that he was before. So. Utterly worthless. Yes, yep. some some people from the guild or a guild, some um, government body. Yes, they they come along and like, hey, we want to talk to you about what happened because it was fucking weird. Basically, everyone died and it was a low level dungeon. Say, all the stories like they're like all the stories matched up, but yeah, we just went in and you were just lying on an altar and there was yeah. no statues or anything. Yeah, there. we're like we we couldn't see anything like what you guys were describing, but. But you all said the you same story. So. It must be true. And they're like, yeah. 
given you survive and everyone said you just got fucking wrecked uh we're gonna take your power level again and like no you're still weak as shit yeah and then that's, that's when they introduce the concept of a double awakening it's like oh we think it's yeah. happened to you nah it didn't <laughs> nah it didn't. you still suck or did still... it who knows i mean yeah yeah we are introduced across this thing to a lot of like minor mechanics what i'm gonna call them that yeah. seem to be like this is a thing in this world oh but that didn't happen though that happens yeah. a lot yeah yeah, there's a lot um, of that. But here, here we establish that the main character can see game elements. He he gets mail. Yes. Say, here are your rewards, and I mean the daily quest. I mean, we all get mail as well. It's just usually ours are bills. Yes, but he has. I'm going to say digital mail. That's, yeah, it's like is on it a HUD that he can now see. Yeah, yeah, he has a, yeah. A very nice, a very nice, pretty shiny HUD. Yes. Like any a HUD you'd find in any old mmorpg really even has like an inventory and stuff this is the part where it really starts to show the inspirations from the gamer from the game because because everything in like his ui that he can see is essentially the exact same i mean in fairness same as a video game yeah it is yeah i don't know if you can say like it's the same as the game it's just a general video game it's even down to the point of like he can reach in and out of this inventory to like stash stuff and things like that it's not like something he has in his pockets is but yeah i feel it does a better job of integrating the quest stuff though absolutely yeah so so one one of the things we're introduced to right at the get-go from this is he gets a daily quest which is Mm -hmm. basically like this is like here's some daily quests do it and it'll help you get stronger (laughs) don't do it and you done fucked up yeah and he goes don't don't uh, do it and you'll get a penalty penalty just brushes off yeah the penalty is really uh not so fair do it the first time because you know he's hospitalized yeah so yep. he kind of brushes it off and the game's like yeah. oh. it's not even he couldn't do it because he, he straight up says well he doesn't say he could do it he just he just goes he's just ah, up being essentially a coma for four days phil i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt sure, don't get me wrong <laughs> The last thing I'd want to do if I'd been knocked out for three days is uh, do a short run. <laughs> last thing, last thing I want to do if I hadn't been knocked out for three days is do a ten k run. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say ten k run alone does it for me. The rest, <laughs> of it is just... but yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't do it. So we get introduced to what the penalty quest is, and it's fucking dumb. Uh, he gets he, teleported um, to like a desert he somewhere. Gets teleported to a magical desert where he has to run away from this giant, terrifying sandworm. For four hours. Four hours, yep. Was actively trying to kill him. Well, think about it. How that off screen as well? It was like what? As someone who has never even thought about doing a 10k run in their life, how long does doing a 10k run take? Not four hours. Mm, Not four hours. hours. (laughs) If you're generally out of shape, yeah. Like, Like so, yeah, you know, it's kind of the same. I mean, it's, it's like you're doing the 10k run, whether you like it or not. And if you don't do it, you won't like it. We're talking about six miles. Sure. Well, put it like this: I've w- done a six-mile walk in under four hours. So sure, I'm, I'm not saying you couldn't do it in under four hours, but I can't. You, you could. You, you could, could, Mike. You, you probably walk. I'd say but... challenge accepted, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, bearing in mind, obviously, he had other stuff besides the 10k to do, so maybe it's yeah making up for that it's like you know what <laughs> sure. sure 10k it's, takes you 
two it's hours. A, it's such a dumb punishment to be like, run for four hours across sand, which sand, the hardest yeah. surface to fucking run on. Yep. And all of that. But also, apparently, then in this time, no one in the hospitals noticed he's gone. <laughs> yeah, that, that, he that magically is comes back fine. with magical sand around him, and no one questions that. No, they do question that. They're no, like, they go, the... "Oh, that's weird," and that's it. Yeah, that's they the question. question it, but then immediately move on. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do cut to the next morning or whenever. Yes, like, oh, that's weird. Well, uh, what? Like, it's, per it's perfectly fine. I I can accept that no one's noticed he's gone because it's four hours in a hospital at night time. They're not hmm. going to be checking on him that often. So don't like, they have CCTV? Like, at no point do I get the feeling anyone has security in this thing. Because the amount of times he out of the world and no one picks up on it. They are very, very lax with it. Like, even when yeah. he suddenly says, like, yeah, I don't want to do that again. I'm going to start doing all of these daily missions. They're like, this guy just got out of a coma. He should not be walking around. But they're like, oh, yeah, he goes out running every day. So like, what? <laughs> Well, yeah, they they it's do come remarkably cool with it. They do come on this like, oh, but what did the doctor say? And they're like, well, he's a hunter, and hunters maybe heal quicker than hunters others. Are fucking weird. So let's stay away from him. Uh, and they're like, oh, it's only light exercise. It's just a ten k. Just, just a ten k. Just ten k. Just. 10K. I can't do ten m, let alone ten k m. Mike, Mike. Don't say it's not it's that I can't. I, I just, I just won't. <laughs> I'm not dead by the time I'm 40, I've done something wrong. Oh, dear. But yeah, after after that penalty, he decides he never wants to do that again because, yeah. There's, there's Reasonable. Sean Reasonable. Because, yeah. you know, he's just gone through a traumatic experience. What he needs is another one. Yeah. Which uh, he does actually brush off, both of which, quite easily. I'd, I'd uh, say that's one of the weaknesses of his character. It doesn't... There's no real... There's no real feeling that he ever... Like, he ever needs to recover from anything he just brushes everything it does, off. it does feel like the more he kind of gets into the game aspect the more detached he becomes from reality oh, very it? much so, so yeah. it actually does come up i think probably right after you guys stopped reading right. uh, it, so it's it, like giving up his humanity to get strength yeah he, he kind of says that there's like a line like one or two strips after you guys stop where he's like it feels like every time i get stronger i lose more of my emotions or something yeah, which makes a lot of sense when you consider essentially the next plot point, which yeah. we don't have to describe all of because yeah, know, time. Well, no, this I, I feel we just have to do that first bit because that's yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, big just thing. the the next plot point is essentially he gets back on that horse, and after he's done a lot of training, because uh, he also finds out he can make his own dungeons now, just for the purposes of training, and he finds yeah, good equipment in it and. Rank dungeon and does own thing for a while. Goes from level one to being decent. Yeah, yeah. Did, like level one to level eighteen or something like that, just straight yeah. away. And so then he goes, he he joins a, a pug, a pickup group, uh, essentially for a another dungeon that needs doing. This is like a C rank C. dungeon. Yeah. yeah. So this is like, from what we're told, it is completely impossible for someone of his rank to do like the E rank as he was before. Completely yeah. impossible. So he's joined up with this other group who, during the process of this dungeon, ends up betraying him. And it's kind of revealed that these guys only bring uh, him and one other guy along so they can make up the numbers they need, but then yeah. just let them die in there so they can take all the loot for themselves. Mm. Yes. And that's when it's revealed exactly how powerful this guy has become. 
because he goes from being able to well being able to not get out of a dungeon without almost dying to being able to solo the final boss and you do get the feeling it took a lot of effort you even used one of those um stashed level ups that we talked about earlier yeah um or whatever that was, the uh, daily rewards. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the recovery. See some high runs 10 kilometers in between starting the quest and fighting this boss, but whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think he does it before he clears the dungeon or something. I think he says, but. But yeah, point is, um, we, uh, we do see that. And then afterwards, you see the betrayal coming down. And when, the, when they finally. I mean, in fairness, he sees it coming as well. Like, oh, yeah, do, he does. They do, yeah. do a good job of showing he's not. Yeah, he's up. He's pretty smart. And he yeah, because the uh, there's another like a uh, rich kid that I didn't mention. Also, there's yeah. the other guy, and he's oh, a yeah, rich he's kid. He's, he is pretty adorable. And, adorable. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's got lots of nice equipment, and you can see that they're like eyeing up this guy's equipment and stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's handled pretty well. And then it gets to this point where they uh, realize that their trick that they go to try and get him, which is like trapping him in with the boss and then the boss killed him doesn't work because he managed to solo the boss on his own which is stupid but okay um they see that doesn't work so they're like okay we're gonna kill him now. well and... no they, they go they go well he's clear he's the world's weakest so clearly sure. the, the the rich kid did it so rich kid you go kill him oh so, right yeah and then you know, kill him, we'll let you live <laughs> yeah and then yeah. Rich is like <laughs> no <laughs> yeah i just watched that no fucking chance <laughs> Yeah, because it is, it is, it's another example of the artwork being really, really good because it does look impressive, like as a fight. I could absolutely see that fight being an anime, 100%. Yes. And yeah, so they try to fight him after the rich kid says, no, 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 I ain't doing none of this. I'll defend him, which is like, you, you go, buddy. You, sure, you do that. <laughs> and totally helpful. And then they try to take him out with super powerful magic for his level, but ah, oh, it doesn't work. And then he gets an emergency quest saying there are, which is a thing that can happen apparently, there are eight people here who want to kill you. Uh, you need to go and kill them now. And if you fail, the penalty is death. And at that point, it's like he completely loses. Uh, this is after he has a moment of like uh, emotional inflection. This is the why thing we talked about earlier, where he's yeah. like got the word word why raining down him over and over and over until the panel just fades to black it's another example of the artist using the long form for the panels format yes. uh, really yeah. really well and uh, kudos for them for that and yeah uh, and after that moment they he just just seems to discard all emotions yeah like this in is his entirety just turned into a complete non-emotional psychopath where the well, system it's clearly shown that the system is I, I don't know if malicious is the right word, but very uncaring is like, just kill. No, I yeah. think malicious is very much the right word. Fair enough. It. And he like goes, oh, that sounds dangerous, but you know what, sure. I'll kill Yeah, him. pretty much. Uh, to be fair, I suppose... To no mental effect whatsoever. Like, he kills no. eight people. Yeah. No mental effects. Even mocks one of them while he's doing it. He says, yeah. and like, throws his own words back in his face. Don't you know that everything that happens in a dungeon stays in the dungeon? Or something like that. Yes. Like, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, the, the one thing I would say about that is um, obviously saying, oh, the system's harsh, saying if he doesn't kill these people, he's going to get killed. But actually, if he doesn't kill those people, he's going to get killed anyway. 
The well, way I read it was that you would expect a protagonist to then go, "No, I'll come up with the third solution." Yeah, yeah. yeah don't get me wrong. I, I get what yeah. you're saying in that, like, "Oh, you're taking away the option for him to use diplomacy or to just run the fuck away or whatever." Yeah, but I'd... it's like, the whole idea of kill be killed. That's that's fine. Like, I get that he's in like a very dangerous, life threatening situation. It's more, as I think Mike said, just the acceptance of it is yeah. so fast, and then he. Yeah, literally start slaughtering them. It's yeah. like, uh... There was one moment in that which I really did appreciate. Because uh, you constantly see his stat block a lot. Like, he, you see uh, whatever the main character's stat block is a lot. Yeah. And it shows on there there's a stat called Fatigue, which clearly counts up, most likely to 100, by the looks of things, as he does Yeah, I think stuff. it's meant to be a percentage. Yeah. So you can see throughout this entire situation with the spider fight right before this, his fatigue was like really, really high. And so he only managed to win it because he used one of his daily quest rewards. And so he's reset his fatigue to zero. It clearly shows that beforehand. And then you get this moment where one of them comes one of the guys right before they all start attacking him comes up and says, like, I'll handle this, puts his arm around his shoulders, like, hey kid, you know this is gonna go bad, so why don't you just lay down and take it essentially? At which point, yeah. uh main character man pulls out a knife from seemingly nowhere. Like they actually mentioned that he didn't have it a second to go kind of thing. Yeah. And he just like puts it to the guy's throat and just lops his entire head off. And then you see his stat block again afterwards and fatigue is still zero. Like that is the level we're working at here. Like that was effortless to him. And that match with his emotional state is like, fuck, this guy has gone to the dark side in a major way. Yes. It's, it's, so, I, so I, I see what you guys are saying here. I, I agree. The fact that he's suddenly so accepting is not even accepting, sort of emotionless. Yeah, I guess. like allowing it. Just yeah. yeah, is is quite staggering. It they do sort of talk at the fact that actually, uh, after sort of the events where he was like, actually, I really want to live. He's sort of feeding into that a bit. He's like, actually, no, I really want to live. I want to do whatever it takes to live. It's it's uh, only jarring because they actually establish a lot. This character is actually a pretty decent guy. Like mm. he's not he's not like um, Gary Stu levels of nice or anything like that. But he's he's a decent guy, and it's only so jarring because the way it's written is he goes from being this guy who just wants to live and make a living and doing a thing he doesn't want to do because he has to. It goes from that to being like I'm going to mock you as I kill you. Well, the other thing is, like you say, decent guy. That was, as we went further on, I kind of got the impression that maybe not. So a lot of his intentions is he wants to do money for his sister and his mother. Yeah. But we see his sister and she doesn't seem like she's an incompetent who couldn't earn her own money. No. So the idea I'm, is that I'm she's just really young and in school. To help her. I guess, yeah. Uh, we never see the mother outside of just random not shots anyway, of, like no. she's in the hospital. Uh, and then, yeah. as I mentioned earlier with the statue one, that was kind of the first instance of, like, his actions dooming others, essentially. And it happens, mm. like, quite... Even in the 30 strips or so I read, it happens quite a lot where his action or his not warning people in advance leads to massacres and leads to death. So, like, sure. in this situation, he's cottons on pretty early on that these eight are shady, but does nothing to stop that in advance before no. the whole spider fight and killing eight they people. Do actually... I don't want to say talk about it. They mention it, but that's yeah, he, not good enough, really, because it's just the willingness to... Say, like, the reason he couldn't was because they were already paying a close eye to him. Sure, 
but again, it's when it all adds up, like his actions seem to consistently. Yeah. So there's one which I, I don't know if you read the end of, Mike. I know I stopped in the middle of it, right at the end, where he, they, even not suspicious at all, the people who survived the statue thing are all reunited yeah. with some other criminal things. And he again gets kind of a, this, this looks like a bad thing. Yeah, this seems and then dodgy. And he walks in. It's actually worse as well because it's kind of an offhand throwaway comment. But one yeah. of the skills he was gifted with as a result of this is something he calls an instinct skill, which yes. means he's just much better at noticing shit. And so he's been given this skill. And rather than pointing anything out because he noticed it, he hides that fact a lot because yeah. he doesn't want people figuring out that he's got double and power. I understand, like, yeah, if, he, if it becomes known considering no one else in this world can get stronger. Sure, yeah. that would make him a target. But by doing that, he literally, even people he knows, he endangers their lives repeatedly. And it's like, yeah. he you're, frequently, you're not a good person. <laughs> he frequently does, I mean, now that all that's been said, he frequently does put other people's lives at risk in order to gain something for himself. Yeah. Uh, in that first instance with the spider boss, it was money. Because uh, it was, I, again, I have no idea how much money this is, but he was, uh, offered two million of his local currency, which I don't remember the name of. One, I think. I think, yeah. yeah. So he's offered two million of that, and I have no idea how much, but two million of anything is a decent amount. Sounds like a chunk. Yeah. Uh, it's about thirteen, fourteen hundred pounds. So yeah, that's actually yeah, that, a decent yeah, chunk good. of change, especially for people who are just struggling to get by. Well, kind well, of like thing. a one-day job, effectively. Yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah, it's a decent chunk of change for someone who doesn't have a lot of change to be chunked, and so that's why he's like that's why he well one of the reasons why he uh, allows something quite shady to go on. So I when I say he's a decent guy, I mean more like in his personality, not in his actions. In, in Although his with that in mind, maybe this guy is a straight up sociopath. Hmm. Because uh, I, think I, yeah. I think I just wrote psychopath on sociopath, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's, you also, that actually kind of does make a little bit of sense. Because one, one of the concepts we are introduced to is the idea that there are people in this world that can hide their power levels, Dragon Ball Z style. Yes. And yeah. uh, those people always seem to turn out to be psychopaths and killers so, and like murderers and such. So maybe, maybe that's what it's kind of alluding to, that he's either become one of those or he is one of those. Well, he, he is one of those because they, they say people that do that are what they call false ranks basically they intentionally yes. lower their power level so they get a lower rank hmm. kind of thing so you you might normally be a b rank but actually you had your power level so when you get measured they go like oh you're a d rank and it's never quite explained how that translates into people want to go murder people though no they don't they just sort of say actually the people that do this tend to go murder people yeah, yeah. I, 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 the only thing I could figure out with that is maybe they got they trick people into thinking they're a lower rank so they can go on lower rank dungeons and people don't question it and then they kill everyone in the dungeon or something. Pretty yeah. much. Well, that was that's the explanation what I, I read. That's, yeah, it's an, so not very clear though. Something obviously that is mentioned, which you've sort of touched on a little bit, Mike, is that uh, as, as we mentioned, that these dungeons close once they're cleared. So actually, yes. if something happens in them, once the dungeons are closed, no one can really investigate that. Yeah. So the yes. idea is, if you murder someone in a dungeon, no one can really prove it. 
and what happens in the dungeon up. stays in the dungeon. Yeah. Mm. So I suppose that's sort of what happens, sort of as you say, Mike. They pretend to be a lower level, go on this dungeon, kill everyone, and take all the loot, and then like, oh, they they couldn't take out the final boss. I only just managed to kill it. Well, you you see an example of it as well, and like again, right at the end with the the hired goon. I can't remember the, who the was. guild guy. The, the the one who was escorting the prisoners and then kills them all, yeah, and he uh, essentially, while he's killing them, goes. So this will be the story I tell the authorities, because yeah. yeah. they can't prove otherwise. Yeah, because he'll he'll close the dungeon and he'll just say, "Oh yeah, they died to the monsters." Yeah, yeah, and they they can't prove otherwise, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it does actually use that mechanic quite smartly because you've got those examples, but then there was also one, the spider one, where they're like, "Well, there's all these mana crystals that we want to harvest." But if we kill the boss, we can't do that. Yeah. So uh, you can't. Let's go it. get the mining equipment, as they show a shot with the protagonist carrying the mining equipment. But you know, yeah, yeah. That, that was a little bit. <laughs> that was sort of the point, though, wasn't it? That was them. Oh no, I gathered. Yeah, it, it was pretty clear by that point. Too, yeah, but, but it's also very yeah. weird they didn't go. But the people who were going to be trapped, because that's the betrayal. Yeah. I was talking about. But, but we've got we've got them right here. Like they don't even mention it. They're like, oh yeah, that makes sense, and let them walk away. <laughs> two people that are being betrayed there, which is our main character who knew this was coming, so just yeah. doesn't care, I guess. But and you've then got the, the oblivious rich boy. Why doesn't yeah. he point out? <laughs> yeah, they don't really explain that one. But There is a lot they don't explain. I guess that it's in order to keep this thing as slim and neat as possible, which does work a lot, but a yeah, few pacing, more details here and there be okay. The pacing of this is like, especially compared to the gamer, this is like really kind of nippy and gets through things. Like most arcs are only like ten to twelve strips at the most, and then it yeah. moves on to the next bit. So in terms of pacing, I do applaud it that it does a lot. A lot happens, but it also keeps some things going very fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I would say you look at about ten fifteen chapters for a. I'm, I'm going to say an arc. Well, the statue arc is the the longest one we read, and that's only about ten to twelve. So. Yeah, although that is somewhat necessary, being the first one. Oh no, yeah, I, I've got no problem with that. Like, I loved, I loved that entire statue arc. So. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say it's one of my favourites still, just because it does capture the in the ambience, the the uh, feeling of that dungeon quite yes. well. Yeah, it, it not only that, but it, it sets you up for what yeah. you should expect from now on. Like, yeah. this shit is dangerous, and this is why. It brilliantly sets the tone of the series going forward. Absolutely, like, I fully applaud that. Mm-hmm. I think that's on the of this of the stuff we've read on this podcast. That's just the best arc I've read yeah. on this podcast so far. Yeah, for, for those thirty chapters, I would definitely say that's the best part. For those ten, yeah. There is one more thing <laughs> that I'd like to say about the uh, before we close, but about the the betrayal scene. Okay. The guy who's in charge of that party, his name is Wang Dong Suk. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. Well, I understand that means something different in South Korea, but here that means something. <laughs> something naughty. I, what, what does it mean? I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, do you not know? You'll understand when you're older. <laughs> I'm just looking at it going, <laughs> beautiful name for a guy who is righteously murdered. So, yeah. I mean, I will say. I, don't know why that's reminding me of this, but I will say, oh, like, really? I think the last little note I had on characters is that you do notice, and you know, maybe, maybe, um, I well, I just wanted to point out, but a lot of the female cast in this are often betrayed as 
very weak or subservient. Yes. Like that... you have the healer who goes through her trauma, like understandably goes through mm-hmm. her trauma. I'm not gonna judge that because yeah. it, it makes complete sense. But she's never really portrayed as being much good. Yeah, even, like you I... see her fighting the D rank boss that he one shots, and she's portrayed to be a bit out of her element even then. I and, took yeah, that more as a cultural difference rather than them saying women are weak. Oh no, yeah, I'm uh, not. It's I don't think it goes out of its way to be misogynistic or anything like that. Yeah. But it you can't help but notice that all the females in this. Like, well, there's only have, like what two. Well, you have three. that one. You have the sister, who they obviously they imply that she needs the brother's money. Well, I don't uh, the think mother, so nice. ill, but the secretary, who again just does whatever her master says. Tiny nerdy person. Yep. Yeah. I thought that was a guy. Well, I'm um, on about the Americans secretary. Oh right! Sorry. Oh, the one that's in like three. Yeah, the, the, again, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. Uh, the one thing I would say to that is one of the recurring characters you get as you keep reading is one of the S ranks who is female and. Okay, that's, that's awesome. Man. That's cool. But the one thing I would ask about that is: Does okay. it do the standard anime thing of overcompensating for the fact that she's a woman, which in is the Makes them super like butch and and uh, obsessed with how powerful they are and the standard no. tropes that you get with like the powerful women in these things. No, I don't think so. Like she, so she's or is she a, a ten thousand year old lolly girl? No, okay. No, she's just like a swordsman. Uh, she trains uh, actually with one of the characters you guys know, the um, leader of that first raid, the swordsman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, is yeah. she the pupil we see training? Yeah, the one that they yeah, very conveniently hide behind um, Kendo gear. Yeah. And okay. he actually does comment, oh, you're an S rank kind yeah, of thing. They do. Yeah. Uh, so that's her. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm imagining like uh, Urza from Fairy Tale kind of situation. Maybe, yeah. Why don't you remind me of Fairy Tale? I like Fairy Tale. It wasn't I amazing, don't... but it's like. I say this, I don't like fairy tale. I might buy the PS4 game next month. So, you know, yeah. what the fuck am I talking about? But, oh, yeah. we have to date this as much as possible. Well, by, speaking of buying things, Sean. Recording oh, this no. podcast on June 27th. There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely out of it. But yeah, Phil, speaking of buying things. Would you read more solo leveling? Oh, making me go first. Oh, <laughs> yeah, monster. Goes. Um, it's. So, I love the art. I have no problems with the art. I love the pacing. I love the fact that it doesn't spend huge amounts of time on the backstory. I thought the first 10 to 15 chapters of this were, so the statue and the little bit afterwards, were pretty dang great. Like, so if you read this through the official things, either Webtoon or Tappytoon, after 15 strips, it's like, ah, no, now you've got to use our various currency systems to read more. And I. Mm was genuinely considering buying some currency on them so I could read more, like, through the, uh, through the legal means. Uh, I didn't in the end because I'm a filthy pirate. But, um, yeah, so I read the rest online. And I'm kind of glad that I didn't in the end because I feel after those first 15, it starts to fall off. Like, as I say, the character clearly starts to become not a great guy who you can get behind, becomes very overpowered very quickly, as I mentioned, he, after he one-shot a guy with a broken sword, I was like, ah, got it. So he's never going to be in danger. 
So, yeah. yeah, and there's no other characters you can really rally behind, at least at this point in the series. There's no real overall goal outside of get strong, get money. Any kind of hints at a like, interesting little goal. So at one point, he like looks like he's going to enter a partnership with the uh, rich kid after they survived that um, attempt to kill them to kind of like make some money and become a guild leader. And then that just doesn't happen. Presumably it, it does later. Happens. Yeah, it, it happens later. They go like, let's make this deal. And then, right, next arc, uh, here are all the survivors. Rich kid, what? Don't know who he is. And it just, yeah, I feel the further I got in, the more I was like, I'm caring less and less now because he's clearly untouchable. And any kind of interesting details, it just seems to then step away from and just go on to the next thing. So I don't think this is bad for say. I think there's a lot to enjoy here. I think in many ways it is better than the gamer. But <laughs> when you get, when you aim for the high, when, kind of when you aim for the stars like this does, if you don't keep it up, it becomes very annoying very quickly. Whereas the gamer just maintains consistent popcorn average level. I so <laughs> I so you, but... you would rather keep reading the gamer than solo? Life. I would, yeah. I, I, I don't want to call this trash per se, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not going to read more solo leveling. Yeah, I, I wish it was. I think it has a very strong start, but like a lot of the stuff that, like Attack on Titan, for example, which starts off really strong. It falls apart very quickly and clearly Just can't sort of keep keeps it up. Going, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a regrettable trashing, but it's a trashing. Okay, well, so I guess I'll be up next because I actually feel a lot of the same stuff that Sean does, except I believe just in the short amount of time I've read this that it has gained the benefit of the doubt. And I want to see where these characters go, or this character go. I actually find the world they've created to be intriguing. And depending on how well it's written, which if it's written up to the same standard until this point, the stuff they're playing around with could actually end up working out quite well. So you've got things like we're talking about how he's just suddenly emotionless and he's allowing people to die and stuff. If they go into that, then that could actually be a very interesting character. And I'm actually interested to see what the character development is. Now, what I expect to happen is in a few issues, they'll introduce a suddenly that a really strong antagonist that he has to fight for some reason. And I mean, then it will be... I'm assuming well, that's the American. Well, yes, but I mean, like someone will just turn up and be like, I am okay. evil and I am the antagonist now. And it's just going to... It, at that point, it'll be more by the numbers. But I think I'm going to keep reading this. Wow. Yeah, first time I've actually said definitively that I'm going to... Definitively? Yeah, oh definitively gonna, actually going to keep reading this because I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm actually I'm down for more of this. It's proof that the concept can be done well. Mm. Yeah. This, this definitely does the idea better than the game. Oh, so much better. I hated that fucking thing. <laughs> Nothing happens. It just is like, okay, this is how this works. I don't care. Just do something. <laughs> Throw a for fireball. Anything. I don't for, care. For Mike's full rant, listen to our last episode on the gamer. Where? Oh boy. <laughs> I'm starting to think that every so often you throw in you throw in a nice one, so I don't actually die of stress by the time I'm forty. I, feel I mean, like I've interest pretty much nothing but nice ones for you, but that's no. incorrect. Out of interest, okay. did you okay. ever read more of ethics? Because I know that was no, the other one. No, I didn't. 
Okay. Well, I, I was considering it, and then I was like, ah, I'm actually... I mean, you're only like this one, five chapters off or something. Yeah, I know it's not that long. It's one of those I might go back to, but probably not. Probably okay. not. Fair enough. This one I actually am going to keep reading, though. So, so, but yeah, Phil, which obviously you've read all of season one, and you clearly have plans sure to read have. season two. But uh, sure. would, you, would you pony up to read this via a web novel or Tappy Toons? Via web novel or Tappy Toons? God, no. Um, I I don't like those systems. It it uh, it's the same things uh, the gaming industry does with their stupid nonsense currency to make you Fair. forget how much money you're spending. Well, if alternative the... question then: um, yeah. How would you buy it if it ever got physically printed, or in fact turned into an anime? Oh God, yeah, no no hesitation there. I would absolutely mm-hmm. buy a. I'm going to say a book. I understand you can't necessarily get a book of this as such. Yeah, like if it was ever physically printed. Uh, if it was sold in a format as opposed if, to like yeah, if, the if, web novel. If you get like a comicsology type thing where it's like... Buy, Season one, £10. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. If I could just buy a bunch of strips and it's like, that'll cost you 10 15 20 whatever, rather mm. than this will cost you 200 of our homemade points please <laughs> yes like, it, great. it will how cost much, 200 manga coins how, how much uh monies is that please and they just oh, want you to ignore that part yeah um but yeah I, w- I would absolutely buy physical release i would buy an anime if there's an anime yeah this uh, i this i don't know if we mentioned it or if it was before we were recording it's been a while but uh <laughs> we i think we all said that if this was an anime we'd probably watch it yes Definitely. Yeah, maybe. This would lend itself very, very well to an anime format. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. It would be an easy adaptation to do. Yeah. And with uh, Tower of God, a webtoon that has recently been adapted, we may one day see solo leveling. It would be cool. As yeah. I say, Although I... I feel like it need a better name. I actually think the name of this is terrible. Only I Level Up is the official English name. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the name for the web novel. It's weird, cause I know when I was talking about... It's the one Tappy Toons and uh, web novel use. So. Yeah, I would I'm never read of... this based on that title, if that's all I knew about it. I, it's <laughs> awful. But I know I've seen, like, official air quote trailers. I don't know why they're trailers for a webtoon type thing. Teaser images, I guess. Uh. Where they actually call it solo leveling. Like solo leveling is the subtitle that they use. So, either way, garbage names. Yeah, uh, the the name's a bit weird. It doesn't bother me too much. I don't read too much into the names of any of these myself. I was about to say you can't read too much into any title because they're not that long. But the entire premise of this show. I'm sorry, have you not read light novels, Mike? The, the whole, have this have I not hammered this home? <laughs> the, the name of this podcast recurring. Around. <laughs> oh my god! So hypocrisy. The, yeah. So there you have it. Uh, two to one. This this gets gets the thumbs up, and it's probably the most well received one we've done so far. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Thing is you say. You say two to one. It's it's probably close to like two and a half by the sounds of it. Yeah. All right. You're, 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 you were mm. saying like yeah. It, it's great. It's just it dropped off a bit at the end. You can't it. unanimously enjoy something. What will the the listeners think? <laughs> they'll, they'll think we're but no longer like, reading trash, Mike. I hate oh. fence sitting. All right, so <laughs> I, sure, but I I feel while you were saying no, you were 
fence setting. So, <laughs> oh, that you can't you can't hear yes when people say no. That's not okay. All right, so <laughs> moving on. And that was caught. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah. Um. So if bloody hell, where do I go from that? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, no, I'll just throw back to Mike. So, Mike, where can they find you online for more great opinions like what you just said? <laughs> well, if they want to hear more of me and my bad opinions on things, then I am a Twitch streamer. I play video games of all sorts. And you can find me at twitch.tv slash berserker, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. Come over there and watch me be bad at not only opinions, but video games. Yes, can, can confirm. It's it's always top tier gameplay. Cough. Oh, it's torture. It's yeah. It it's real bad. Be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Real if bad. you wanna if you wanna follow me, I'm on the interwebs on Twitter at Slazer King S L A Z O K I N G for terrible opinions on anime, life, and gacha. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Phil? Where can they find you? Uh, if you must, I am on the Twitters at Finaxian. Lincoln the doobly do. Yeah, I've got Twitter as well, but you don't want that. <laughs> but I mean, Probably if you want to, if you want to see like essentially Phil's only tweets get retweeted, then why not follow our, our podcast Twitter at right, Trash yeah, Manga Cast? Yeah, we do at Trash Manga Cast, available on the Twitter. Uh, this podcast is available on all the good podcasting services, namely Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. And one day, honest for real, Google Podcast. In fact, for all I know, it's on Google Podcasts by the time this one comes out. Yeah, so they're, hopefully... uh, yeah, they're not. They're, they're like stonewalling us on us getting on there for some reason. It's hilarious because I, when I last went to check for on there, I searched like trash manga, and then as I've discovered, there's a new tr- podcast. We're not even the only anime podcast with trash in the title launched <laughs> this year because Giga and Co have launched their own trash taste podcast. We should uh, sue. Yeah, so if you want to listen to whoever that kid is and the anime guy or who, who knows these people, who knows these famous YouTubers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Fuck those guys. Incidentally, we, come watch my YouTube channel. Yeah, we, um, <laughs> we own the right to trash. That's our, that's our gimmick. <laughs> that's not a good thing to want to own. We were here a month before. <laughs> But, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we will be on Google Podcast soon. Or already, if you're listening to this and it's on Google. Uh, oh, I, I hear the rumbles. Oh yeah. no, that's the the thunder's coming back. Better, better wrap it up. Oh yeah, the, the, rest the, of the, this. the thunder as well, not just my stomach. God himself <laughs> is like, okay, you guys are done. Wrap this up. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, all our, all our links to our various twitches and such um, twitches, twitches and twitters will be in the uh, show notes as well as uh, where you can read this officially legally via web novel and tabby tunes. And uh, that pretty much brings us to an end so before i get struck by lightning phil tell us give us a tease what's to come next time in episode seven of trash manga friends tease me phil (laughs) well next week we're going back to the land of japan uh where we will be reading all about a girl and her ability to see the monsters around her oh my god it's bleach Oh, oh my god it's bleach yeah I was far... in chapter one, kills herself every chapter, you know. I was far too happy this week, so I, I need some anger, so I'm trusting you, Phil. You need some anger, okay, maybe. I was going to say, this is like we're trash manga friends, Phil. I mean, not, I mean, if, if, if you're not pretty manga, good. Not acceptable manga friends. <laughs> if, if you want to be angry, I could find something that'll make you angry instead. 
No, I regret it immediately. You've teased it now. So I mean, I mean you know, you know what, Mike? Uh, I, I did post this in our Discord, but Rent a Girlfriend's getting a spin off. We could do that instead. Please, no. And we're done here. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>